0: What is good, everyone? Happy New Year. This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. to live your best life, live label free. Super excited to welcome my new guest, my next guest. She is a teacher, speaker, author of several books. She's an entrepreneur, creator of the art of feminine presence. She also has a coach certification program with free membership and masterclass to the Awakened School. Please welcome Rachel Jane Groover. Rachel welcome to the show
1: thank you thank you for that introduction glad to be here
0: you know what i am so excited for this conversation like i told you i think when i connect with people like yourself that uh, is doing such great work in the world it, I, I just get so excited and i can't wait to talk about your why and and what got you to well first of all what what inspired you to create the awakened school
1: yeah, well, I first wanted to make a, a, a change from being a singer-songwriter, which I was doing full-time, okay, into something that I felt like was doing more than just entertaining sure. drunk men most of the time. At <laughs> <laughs> we, we really be honest about it. Yeah, And I wanted to sort of kind of leave that legacy. So I was starting to think about what do I want to do? And at the same time, I moved from Australia to America yeah, and so I thought, well, that might be a good time to change careers a little bit as well, because I was gigging a lot and I had my own vocal teaching practice and that yeah. kind of thing um, back in Australia, and uh, this is around 2002 uh, time time frame. So when I moved. I ended up working for a spiritual teacher and re- retreat facilitator and authored, like sold millions of books. I just oh, wow. happened to synchronistically land in, in that, in that world. But I was hearing all of these American coaches who I, I'd never heard about life coaching or anything right. like that back in Australia. And they were just saying, just do what you love and the money will follow, like, just do something. And It'll all work out, and uh, well, it, it didn't all work out immediately. No. But, you know, it's not do what you love, and the money will follow, and that's all you need to do. But yeah. um, I, I kind of said looking into the world of personal development and the transformational industry, which was workshops and coaching and all of that. And I was living in Ashland, Oregon at the time, which has like a goddess workshop on every corner every night. I bet, I bet, it was kind of that that town which was great for my spiritual college Um, but then I moved from there after meeting my husband and love of my life there we moved to Colorado and it just felt more spacious here there was some space to really give our message Um, mine was a little different to his mine was really around the feminine and um, healing the trauma of being seen and Having the spotlight on you and having fear of other people's judgments and all of that because that's really how I
0: grew up in
1: in Australia. It was the uh, the land of the tall poppy syndrome. I don't
0: know if you know yes, that. Yes, Kinda I like, actually had I had a, a gentleman on my show that wrote a book called uh, the Tall Poppy Syndrome. Oh my gosh! Well, Doug, well you, Doug Garland actually. That I I just yeah. was in contact with him via email. Well, you know exactly. My
1: my husband says when we get off the plane at Melbourne Airport he can smell the tall poppy syndrome. He's American. Yeah. And so it's it's just I mean I love Australians and I love going there and and always will but it is it was at least when I was living there a country of like don't play down your talents, play down your accomplishments, That's be right. modest, don't brag, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So it, it's just kind of coming through like how do I really embrace and fully express myself? when I have a deep-seated fear of what people will think of me if I really shine.
0: Hmm. And so
1: the work started from there and it's catapulted into lots of different trainings and experiences because I can't stop my brain from coming up with other programs and experiences that help people to find their inner peace and outer purpose and be able to do
0: both of those things at the same time. Do you think that that's hard for people to figure out Finding that inner peace and um, um, finding their purpose and living their purpose,
1: I think finding inner peace and having it be unshakable is very hard. I yeah. I think that finding your purpose is probably easier. Yeah. Okay. Um, because most of us work in the realm of our personal and our personality and what yes. we love and what we. Don't love, but when you're looking in the realm of of inner peace where it is consistent and nothing is really shaking you, that is like going to the Olympics in my mind. I mean, it is a difficult thing to tame an earth suit, as I call it, you know, the body, mind, personality, tame that in a healthy way that it's not identifying and continuing to kind of plug you in and trigger you or all of that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a worthy goal, let's say.
0: Yeah. I I think that if you find your, your true North, your purpose, that it's at least a little bit easier to find, to kind of tap into that inner peace or get yourself to find inner peace. Cause that once you're, when you're living your true purpose or doing something that makes you feel valued and making an impact on the world, that, it's a that's a much easier road to get to that. Yeah, I'm not doing it that way, but I would totally agree. <laughs> uh, you have you're the creator of the art of feminine presence. I love that. What does that mean? Yeah, so
1: this is a body of work. There's 44 practices in it that are very experiential that help women to not only embody more of their feminine energy, so that's not qualities like um, soft and long nails and nothing like that, but just how the feminine energy moves through the body and through the energy field so they can really be connected to that at the same time as being seen, being heard. So they're working on their inner presence and also their outer presence, their outer magnetism because most of the women that come to us really do want to be seen and heard and inspire change, whether they know exactly what it is or not. But they also realize what I realized is you have to get people's attention in this yep. world. You have to get it. You have to hold it. And most of the women that we um, kind of attract into the Awakened school are very compassionate. They've been on a personal and spiritual development path for decades in, in some ways But the courage to like really step up and go, this is who I am, it is tough. So the art of feminine presence is working on how can you show up but also be in your feminine because when you show up in intimate relationships or show up around other, um, you know, at work, it's really helpful to be grounded in that feminine if that's your dominant sexual essence. Sure. I was trying to figure all of that out. And there's a very strong spiritual component to it um, that creates a way for women to be very receptive, Sure, uh, you know, to something greater than them and to kind of unwind all of these contractions that we have, you know, as we try to figure out our
0: lives. When women come to you and if they're not really in tune with their, their spiritual side that you talk about, how, is it difficult you find with your clients to find their way there? Because I think that is a big component of everything that you're talking about, that like you have to kind of be spiritually grounded.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we are fortunate that everyone that comes to us has been on the path for many years. Oh, okay. So that is, we don't have to deal with it. They they know that they've got to a certain point of happiness or a certain point of something, but they know there's something even more. Sure. Uh, What happens is because they've been on a spiritual path or they've been learning personal development through whoever, they get stuck in the same traps, even though they've been doing it for, for decades. And so what we're doing is really offering an elevated conversation about what these traps are and why, even though you keep going on this journey of transformation, you're not seeing a huge, massive change. You might be seeing little changes, but not those massive changes into a consistent inner peace. There's still you know our our beautiful community they're still struggling with that fear and that um, tension when they first join us and we're moving them through to another level of consciousness and ability to um, hold their center no matter what
0: today's episode is brought to you by honey love ladies let's talk about shapewear we all know most shapewear makes you feel like you're being suffocated That sexy dress in the back of your closet is so freaking cute, but the thought of having your inside squished by your shapewear is just not worth it. That's why Honey Love spent years researching and developing effective shapewear that's actually comfortable. Overly tight, cheap and sticky fabrics that roll up are a thing of the past. Thanks to Honey Love, you can finally feel confident and comfortable in your favorite outfits. We have an exclusive deal for our listeners for a limited time only. You can get Honey Love's best deal they offer. Get 20% off your entire order with the code LABEL320 at honeylove.com. That's right ladies, get 20% off of your entire order with LABEL320 at honeylove.com. Do you think there's a common denominator when it comes to women in that fear of stepping into um, just stepping out into the limelight or just letting their voice be heard. Cause I, I think that, you know, for women that's, you know, it, it take, you have the fear of being judged, like you're talking about the mm-hmm. top poppy syndrome, mm-hmm. but there's a fear of you, um, that strength that comes from you, facing that fear. So is there something you could share with us that would maybe kind of be a common denominator that maybe any woman that's listening could relate to and how she could, maybe face that fear, give her talk about some tools, maybe that would help.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the common denominator is very ancestral to a place where if you're a woman and you aren't connecting with the tribe, you're out and you're dead. Like it's that significant. And so I think women are in this, like, am I, am I fitting in? Do I belong? Am I safe? Am I, you know, and that's where it all comes, whether you are someone who's a little more timid or a little more shy and you're like oh do i fit in or someone who's always been told you're too much you're too intense you're too this i mean that's kind of the common denominator if we all we all want to fit in and feel included and connected and so we have all these strategies to try and do that and most of them go awry you know they don't work super well so what some of the strategies are is to create a way for the body to relax okay. no matter what's coming at you cuz sure. usually the body the nervous system is responding to what's coming at you so someone's oh, yeah. angry or frustrated or whatever and it's in a it's in a place and so most people have not trained their earth suit to yeah. relax and open and receive no matter what. So one thing people can do, very simple, but hard to do when, when you're in the middle of a conflict or something else or on stage in front of a lot of people, is to come down into the central core of your body, the vertical core of your body, and particularly what I call the womb space in Art of Feminine Presence, which is the center of your pelvic space. That's yeah. the center of your whole energetic field. And every spiritual tradition or yoga tradition has found that mm-hmm. when you are embodied in that center of the center of the center, there is no self-consciousness that exists there. There is no performer consciousness that exists there. There is no fear that exists there. So I got that early on, but I knew I was in and out of it. Like if I okay. was a home alone meditating, I could be in the center of the center, but if I was on stage in front of five hundred people, maybe I was popping in and popping out. Sure. So um, people can just really close their eyes and just center more down and back because that's the energy center that also that triggers I'm not safe. Yeah. It's the lower, the lower chakras or lower energy centers, and I got very obsessed with that one practice. Um, you know, fifteen years ago now, when we started Art of Feminine Presence and what I would say to myself to practice was when I see two eyeballs in front of me,
0: yeah.
1: I'm going to ask, am I home? And I'm going to go there. And then I see another two eyeballs and am I home? And what happens very quickly, I just go to networking groups. And I'm an introvert, so I don't like networking very much, but <laughs> I had to do that to grow the business. Or if I had to get on stage and speak, I could sing, but speaking terrified me at the at yeah. the beginning. So I would just do this and very quickly people would be like, what is this woman got? Like what? Yeah. Very drawn because I was so practicing that like a good athlete because I could see it. If I was out, people like whatever. And yeah. if I was in, people would be leaning into me and I wouldn't have to try so much. So over time I went from, oh, I read this lovely, you know, practice in a book or hear it on a podcast be more home in your pelvis, and I got very, very committed to it, and it's changed my life. I mean, when I'm there, I'm not then concerned about all the things that I was concerned about, and I am more magnetic on the outer, which has helped build the business and build the speaking and build build other things. So it's um yeah, so that's you think? one one practice to start with.
0: And that's what you teach in uh, the art of feminine presence, or is that what you teach in your coaching program?
1: I teach it in every single pro. <laughs> that particular practice. I teach it in every single one because with the women's work, it's really about disengaging self-consciousness. Yeah like, what would your life be like if you didn't give a hoot about what anyone thought and you were and it wasn't like i don't care it was really just a compassionate open feeling i mean it, that's a game changer yeah. but when you're coaching so many coaches especially when they're beginning they're just mir- they they're, they're, themselves are on the mirror you know like they they're they're involved their egos involved and how do you come back into complete presence when you're working with someone. And we teach it in our Awaken Business School because one of the first things that happens when you take a solopreneur and they're wanting to kind of do what we do or take it a little bit further, they come up against their fear of success or being seen more. And so all throughout, I think it's really, really
0: important. I think that's a very powerful tool. I think I need to practice that. (laughs) <laughs> you apply that to like any areas in your life. So if like something happens with family or, you know, something oh, yeah. like that, some, maybe somebody might try to trigger you and like get you, you know, get you worked up. I would think that that would be a useful thing just to kind of always try to exercise to keep yourself calm and grounded.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. I, I need to practice. I need to work <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> so you've written some books. Um uh the one is called Powerful and Feminine and the other one is Divine Breadcrumbs. Yes. So tell us about Divine Breadcrumbs. I like the title.
1: Yeah, well that is my memoir that I did not mean to write. I sat down for a writing retreat. I, I wrote my first book, Powerful and Feminine. It took me about five years. It's really uh, curating all the practices that I teach. It's a great place for people to start if they're interested in that art of feminine presence work, but it took so long, five years, you know, and I'm, I kept going back and going, Oh, that's not any good and starting again. And I don't know if anyone's ever tried
0: to write a book, but it, it
1: can kind of be that stop,
0: start thing. So <laughs> I give you a lot of credit for finishing. Cause I have been <laughs> wanting to write a book. I have poems I've written and I've got a book that I want to write for the show. And it's just like, it's like so daunting that I, I started it and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know how you guys well, do it. I'll get there. I promise I'll get there. But I,
1: well, I might change your life in this moment because what okay. happened in the second book, I'm like, I am not doing that again. That was like pulling teeth and when you when you write a book if you want people to really get activated by the energy of it which you would want to do right you want you don't want just the words you want the feeling and the energy of what you want to say come through then you've got to be in that space but as soon as you write you know a a little bit and then you pick it up six months later you're different yeah you know or you put you pick it up a year you're like like what what was i writing back then so I decided to sit down and write the whole first draft in retreat, keep in a really highly receptive state. Within three and a half days, I wrote 40,000 words of divine breadcrumb, the whole first draft. Wow. And I also said to myself and my spiritual team, as I call them, whoever's supporting me in this realm, um, I'm not going to I'm not going to put any attachment on what I'm going to write I'm yours. And so what came so I kind of sneakily thought that I'd write a, a sequel to Powerful and Feminine or write something about how to be a world changer or something but the most embarrassing thrilling moments of my life that I had pretty much forgotten all just came flooding through oh boy. And so it's a memoir really showing people, reminding people, to be honest, reminding people that these divine breadcrumbs are always laid out for you. It's a book about trust. It's a book about me never thinking that I would find the love of my life, me never thinking I would find health because I was um, pretty much crippled for a few years. I couldn't move. And the journey of surrender and knowing that it's going to turn out better than you expected. And so um, that's what divine breadcrumbs is The the subtitles a search for true love and enlightenment.
0: Oh, wow. I love it. You've given me goosebumps a couple of times. So that has to be a good sign. (laughs) Um, What is one thing that you with anybody that's wanting to work with you or sign up for your coaching program or, you know, go through any of these, your masterclasses, what's one thing that you would want them to walk away with?
1: Oh, I would like them to walk away with an embodied feeling that anything is possible. Mm. They could hold that. Anything yeah. is possible. Even in the, the times you forget it, yeah. you you do know it. <laughs> you might be having a tent, you know, one of the temper tantrums, but you do know anything is possible. And when that really dropped in for me and has for many clients just miracles upon miracles keep occurring and and the trust goes up and the surrender goes up. And when all of that goes up, you become a much nicer person, you know,
0: much better servant for humanity. Oh, wow. Yeah, very true. Where can people buy your book, connect with you, learn more about all these fantastic things you're doing to make a, make the world a better place?
1: Yeah, it's all at theawakenedschool.com TheAwakenedSchool.com. Okay. And um, there's lots of ways you can connect with us there. There's the free membership. We do free free classes all through the year. And um, and there's also a mini retreat that I just did. And anyone can do that from home. It's just a few hours. But if you want an experience of this kind of unshakable presence and how to be there, you can go to UnwaveringStillness.com and start that little mini retreat, either binge watch in your little meditation sanctuary area, or, or just watch half an hour every now and then. The books are all there and, and everything's there. And my phone number and email, if anyone wants to reach out, that's the way to get a hold of me.
0: Excellent. And you are on all social media as well? We are. Okay. Fantastic. You guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So if you have connected with what rachel jane has shared with you today do not hesitate to go click those links check out her website if you the books that they uh, resonate with you go purchase a book and follow her on instagram facebook and all the other fun platforms because that is the best way to support people like us out there in the world trying to make a difference so rachel jane this is the part of the show where i like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice what would you like to share with us today
1: Yeah, well, I have been a student of what creates fast transformation in people. And there are three main areas to create fast change. One is psychology. You've got to really know how your personality works so you don't get hung up on that and identified with that. Two is somatics. Mm -hmm. internal perception of your body so you know when you're constricting when you're open when you're receiving and the third being spirituality which i found out really equals receptivity spirituality is receptive to something bigger and when people are only doing two of those practices at a time versus three it slows everything down so those listening, just kind of check in with where your practices are these days. Are you doing all three of those at the same time? And if not, get those three legs of the stool and you'll see that transformation spiritually and personally can happen a lot faster.
0: Wow. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Rachel Jane. I love everything that you're doing. I'm going to have to go maybe check in and do a little retreat and check out the... (laughs) Unwavering Wellness, unwaveringwellness.com. But thank you so much for being a guest. Please let us know when you have another book or any new, anything new and exciting. We'll have to have, have you back to update the audience. Thank you, Deanna. It's a pleasure to talk to you. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host at Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life, live label free. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, and all those good things. And we'll be back soon